Come, she almost whispers. Let me get you cleaned up. Right, I echo her sentiments as I help Huron to her feet. I can feel her shaking under my hands, so I release her arm and let Resna take over. I watch as Resna puts on latex gloves and washes the cuts with soap and water with the same patience a veterinarian would care for a wounded puppy. And I shudder when Huron winces from the pain of the hydrogen peroxide bubbling on the broken flesh. But soon her cuts look cleaner. As Resna works in silence, I have to ask the question on both of our minds. What made you want to cut yourself here? Huron doesn't raise her head to look at me. She stands over the sink motionless until she wills the words to fill the air. Why not here? She sounds flat, disengaged, and almost bored talking to me. Has Colite spoken to you about not coming around him? Yes. Then why come here? He can't tell a person where to go. It's a free country. She becomes more responsive, as if she's beginning to wake from a deep sleep. True, but something happened for you to be sitting here cutting yourself in this bathroom. We can't let you leave until you say what happened. Oh, so false imprisonment is how you two show concern. No, but it'll stop one of us from calling campus police and getting emergency responders involved. Huron looks at me, then back at Resna bandaging her wrist. After a long pause, she begins her tale. Huron, I wasn't going to come to the masquerade party, but everywhere I looked, it seemed like I needed to be there. There were email notices, flyers at the bus stop, and even students talking about it in each of my classes. It seemed logical to get a costume and try to come and have a good time. The girl beside me interjects, Did you come with any friends? No, I probably should have. Then I wouldn't have gotten frightened in the foyer. I'm not an agoraphobic or anything. I felt myself beginning to dread people looking at me, and the more I tried to contain the fear of being laughed at or humiliated, the worse it got. So you came in here, pretend Gandhi asks before they walk me back into the den. I push some of the jackets over so I can sit on a small section of the sofa. Yes, I came in and banged my head against the wall at first. My head throbbed for a moment, but when that diminished, I knew I needed something that would last longer. The pain had to last longer than the fear so I could get a grip on it. I continue talking as my fingers itch to feel a cool blade. I reach into my pocket and cup the handle of my knife. I took my pocket knife out of my pocket and headed for the bathroom. I chose the sharp, serrated knife over the smooth one because serrations make jagged, rough cuts that hurt and bleed the most. They'll take the longest to heal, the girl says as she comes and sits across from me. What is her name? Lisa? Risa? Ugh, it really doesn't matter.